And welcome to another edition of the Encouragement 511 podcast. My name is Al Argo. I am the Positive Impact Coach and your host of this weekly episode where our only goal is simply to encourage you, to build you up, and to help you, to equip you, to encourage you, to empower you, to encourage others. And this week, I am joined by professional coach from North Carolina, Miss Andrea Hall, and her specialty is women ladies not only in America, but even around the world who are going through major life transitions. Welcome, Andrea Hall, to the Encouragement 511 podcast. Thank you, Al. So good to be with you today. It's good to see you in person here on the podcast. Welcome. Now, you're in North Carolina. Are you originally from North Carolina? I'm not actually. I'm actually from a little town in Virginia, South Boston, Virginia, which is about an hour and a half, two hours north of here. I've been to a lot of places, but I've never even heard of South Boston. It sounds beautiful. It, it is. It's a, it's a, it was a wonderful small town to grow up in, but I've actually been living in Raleigh longer than I even lived there. So this is kind of home base now. And Raleigh-Durham is a beautiful area. I've spent a lot of time in and around Raleigh-Durham, Garner, all across North Carolina, Virginia. Love the area. Of course, you know, we live most of our time overseas in Asia. And tell me about how you began to coach women in transition. Tell me about this calling. Well, I've been assisting women in not only transition, but just real crisis for 30 years or more. I started off years ago assisting women in crisis pregnancy situations, was in that ministry for a number of years, two different locations. And I also just felt a real calling in 2014 into pastoral ministry and have worked with women, doing a lot of counseling with women Mm -hmm. in my work at the church and began to see a real common theme that really was very unsettling to me and really began to see that there were a lot of women that had embraced false notions Mm -hmm. about God and Mm -hmm. what He expected of them in terms of their life purpose. Mm. And it really didn't seem to matter if they had grown up in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, Many of them you know, had been taught things that were really not biblical. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had more to Mm -hmm. do with Christian culture in America than they did actually what the Bible had to say. Mm -hmm. And they found themselves in some real difficult places when life began to shift. Mm -hmm. When they began Mm -hmm. to have major transitions, they didn't have a solid foundation of truth to Mm -hmm. be able to help them move forward and get through that. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I knew I needed to get in and I need to help with that because, Mm -hmm. you know, so many women suffer and so many women that have been sidelined because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm. And I want you to bring some real encouragement and some real practical tips to all of our listeners, male and female, listening today, American and around the world. We've got listeners from over 30 countries, including China and Australia, Philippines, Europe. But before we get into the tips, and I want you to just bring some good encouragement, but we want to start with an encouraging word of the week. Can you share an encouraging word of the week with our listeners, Andrea? Yes. So one of the most encouraging words to me is illumination. And and I choose that word because unless we can see clearly, mm-hmm. we really can't move through life and live out our purpose. And the encouraging thing about that is that with the help of God, 
we can see clearly. When we're left on our own, we kind of tend to meander and wander through life. Mm -hmm. But God can help us see so clearly not only what's happening around us, but Mm -hmm. what's happening inside of us. Mm -hmm. And that makes all the difference in the world. And we may not be able to see the next years or the next decade, but we can see what Pastor Chris Hodges of Church of the Highlands, he calls next steps. So what's that next step? So, So today, your next step is to finish listening to this podcast. And then God will give you the next step. You know, what am I to do today? What am I to do tomorrow? So illumination, I like that word. Thank you for bringing that encouraging word to me and all of our listeners. Share some encouragement for women in transition, for ladies, whether they're 18 or whether they're 28 or 35 or 62, men and women, life is transition day in and day out. Bring some practicality and some tips to our listeners today. The first thing that you always have to do when you feel that life is shifting and you feel uncertain and you feel like you kind of lose your balance, so to Mm -hmm. speak, Mm -hmm. uh, in life, the first thing that you have to do is you have to assess where it is that you are. In our modern day, we use GPS. And in order to navigate anywhere, you have to know where the pen is. You have Mm -hmm. to know where the locator is. This is your location. And you really can't navigate anywhere unless you know where your location is. And Mm -hmm. so that is, that's what I help women do initially. That's just Mm -hmm. the first order of business, the next step, Mm -hmm. is that you have to be able to look at where it is that you are Mm -hmm. and not just maybe the big circumstance that has Mm -hmm. caused the shift. But we are whole people made in the image of God. And so we have to look at all the areas of who we are. I believe that everything emanates out of our connection with God. So we Mm -hmm. certainly have to assess, where am I spiritually? You know, what is it that I believe about God? Mm -hmm. What is it that I believe about His intentions for Mm -hmm. me, His Mm -hmm. heart for me, and His purpose? Mm -hmm. But then you have to look at areas, you know, how am I doing physically? Mm-hmm. How what's how's my health, physical health? Mm-hmm. How am I emotionally? Mm-hmm. How am I doing my mental capacity? All of those areas are intertwined and they all in affect one another. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do that assessment first. Mm-hmm. And the truth, you know, is so looking at the truth of where you are, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. I imagine some when they work with you that they may wake up and realize they may not like where they are. And then what would they do then? What would that second step be? Whether they're happy with where they are today or whether they would really want God to take them to a better place in their life, what's the second step? What would you recommend? So I would say that the second step, once you've assessed the truth and you really get a good feel for where you are in all the areas of your life, then you have to begin building what I call the scaffolding. Uh, You know, when something new is coming into existence and very often life transitions, life shifts or a crisis, God uses that to begin something new in our life. Mm. But before anything new can go up, the edifice can go up, you have to have that scaffolding, which is the support around you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you have to look at the areas that you need the most help in and then decide, okay, who are the people 
what are the resources mm -hmm. that I can assemble around? I, I tell people they're building their team, but right down the people you know that can help you, the resources that you have available. We live in a day and age where we are connected to so many things mm -hmm. that can help us. I mean, via Zoom, you know, we can mm -hmm. communicate mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. we are doing around the world with people That's that right. can assist yeah. us and speak into our life mm -hmm. and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. There are, you know, there are podcasts just like this one. Mm -hmm. uh, there are videos, there are individuals that we know, so many ways that we can connect with that help. Mm -hmm. But you have to, once you identify the problem areas, then you have to look at what are those resources that mm -hmm. I can assemble. And I know you go a lot, lot deeper in this with your one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, mm -hmm. but tell me more, what would be that third step? So again, we want to know where we are and we want to, you know, begin to build that support system around us, build what you call scaffolding. I like that word. Can't hardly say it, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, you know, the longer I've been overseas, the more my English has gone downhill. I'm just <laughs> telling you like it is. And I can speak a little Chinese, but uh, English, oh, Puhao, Puhao, very bad. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, but what what would that next step be after after you build your team of you know that's your family, your peers. It might be it might be a coach like yourself. It might yeah. be you know a pastor. Well, what would that third step be for well, us? Uh, you have to kind of prioritize mm -hmm. the areas because you have to figure out which of those areas needs the most attention. Mm. Uh, first. Mm -hmm. And so when you determine that, that's what determines what area you will work on. Because they're all intertwined, sometimes you have to look at a couple of them. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, in my life, going through some difficulty, I remember when my physical body was not doing well. I had a lot of weight on me because when you go through stress, you know, you can go to food for comfort. You can, you know, you maybe you don't have the time that you want to devote to proper health and that sort of thing. And we say don't have the time. A lot of times we're not making the time and prioritizing self-care. Mm -hmm. um, and so mm -hmm. it's kind of a spiral because then, you know, you are tired. I, I used to tell people that I thought that when I ate a meal, I was supposed to be tired after I was supposed to need a nap after I ate and I was just tired. I couldn't get anything accomplished, couldn't address any of the issues in life because I was just completely exhausted all the time. And so it wasn't until I addressed the physical issue. And I, I will even tell you what prompted me. I actually was reading a book. It's, oh gosh, it's been maybe eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. And it had a stress test in it. And wow. you take the test. And once you took it, you added up your points and they gave you an evaluation. And mm -hmm. according to that test, it said that with I was under so much stress that within the next two years, there was an 80% likelihood that I was going to have a major health event. And oh. it was a real wake-up call to me because mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. taking care of everybody else, but I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And everything was, I wasn't able to take care of anybody else mm -hmm. well because I was not doing well. And mm -hmm. so that really mm -hmm. prompted me on my journey and personally. And when I began to get my health better, began to exercise, began to eat better, uh, my sleep resolved, mm -hmm. I was able to be more alert during the day and mm -hmm. move forward with the other areas that needed to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And so that was a game changer for mm -hmm. me. That That's was so interesting. I, again, so all of our listeners should, number one, assess where you are and also think about where you would 
would like to be in the next three, five, 10, Absolutely. 20, 30, 40 years. Again, long-term thinking, short-term planning, daily actions. I encourage people to think about this acronym I created about 15, 16 years ago, this acronym WCIDT, what can I do today? You know, the Bible says faith without works is dead. And yeah. so a lot of us have these thought of long-term goals, but to make that practical and, and for God to help us achieve those hopes, dreams, and goals, we've got to ask ourselves, WCIDT, what can I do today to move that goal forward? Yes. And I think that's very important because you want to have vision. You want to look and say, okay, where is it that I'm trying to go? Where is it I want my life to be? Because we don't know the transition. Mm -hmm. It could be the death of a significant a spouse or a, mm -hmm. you know, a family member. It could be a divorce. It could be a career change. You know, So many empty nest, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, where is it I want to be in the future? So we definitely want to have vision. But I always tell women, that we only have today. Yesterday is gone. We mm. don't have tomorrow yet. We mm. have today. We have to be learn to be present in the moment. Oh, that's what good. What is it that yeah. I can do today? And the scripture says, Jesus said, don't think about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to take care of itself. Mm -hmm. Sufficient to the day, you know, is mm -hmm. the evil mm -hmm. there or the trouble mm -hmm. for today. And mm -hmm. so that's what we have to focus on. We can take action today. And you're right. We don't need to even worry about today, much less tomorrow, but put all our faith and hope and trust in right. him, but also work. You know, my, my dad taught me, he said, you know, you pray like everything depends on God and you work like it depends on you and you and God go make a good team. That's right. And so I, I hope uh, and believe that was good advice. Would you like to share an encouraging quote with our listeners? Yes, yes. So actually, the individual, Randy Alcorn, is the gentleman that wrote the book that started me on my journey that I just mentioned a few minutes ago. And he had a quote, and he said, it is not the denial of truth that is the breeding ground for anxiety. Mm -hmm. Actually, it is the denial of truth that's the breeding ground for anxiety rather than the truth itself, because the mm -hmm. truth will set you free. Tell yeah. me the name of the book that this quote's from. I'm not sure the book that specific quote is from. Okay, he okay. wrote the book. The, bu the book okay. was uh, Women Under Stress, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I believe I've read some of his books in years gone by. I'd, I'd like to revisit some of his writing. I'm a reader. Yes. What's one or two books that you've read outside the Bible? Of course, the, I know the Bible's impacted you and your life and your coaching. What's one or two other books that's really impacted you and your life? Lots of Tim Keller's writings. His The Prodigal God mm -hmm. was a huge one, but also that Dallas Willard, Renovation of the Heart. That book was a real game changer. And I'm reading a book right now by John Brevere on honor. So I just always like ask my guests what they're reading. Just pick your brain. Thanks for sharing some of the books. Any other book that you've read recently or in years gone by that's really, really impacted your life and heart? There was a book a number of years ago by Martin Noel, The Scandal of the Evangelical Mind. And he really challenges us that, you know, we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Mm -hmm. And we're really good sometimes at heart and soul. We love that. Mm -hmm. But God wants us to develop our mind. Mm -hmm. and, and it ties mm -hmm. right in with what we're talking about today and the work mm -hmm. that I am doing, mm -hmm. because as we develop our mind and as we understand what God's truth is mm -hmm. and how it connects with the world around us, there's nothing but good that comes from that. Being mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. dark is, you know, ignorance is not bliss. 
Mm-hmm. It's not bliss. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where it is that you are in your life and all of that, but if you don't understand the truth about God, you just really can't live a full life purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that book was a real game changer for me mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been a person that had more questions than a lot of people could answer for me. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that God really wanted to use my mind to enlighten me, there's that word illumination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also help me to help other people. Um, that book was a real game changer for me. That's a, a great book recommendation. So going back to our tips for our listeners. So again, you want them to assess where they are. You want them to begin to build that team around them. You want them to begin to prioritize what's important. You know, again, the, all of us have so much to do. We can't do everything today, but you can do something. So we begin to put things in order for today. And again, in the weeks and months and, and years to come without worrying about it, casting all of our care on the Lord because he cares for us. What would that next step be that you would recommend our listeners to really consider and pray about and implement? Um, Surrounding yourself with people that are supportive Mm -hmm. of your growth Mm -hmm. and development. Okay. Um, If you are surrounded by people who are very negative, who Mm -hmm. don't see any need in what it is that you're doing, maybe they're upset by it. Sometimes when a person begins to grow and mm-hmm. develop in a positive way. Mm-hmm. There are people around them that don't necessarily like that because mm-hmm. they're not interested in their own personal growth and it's threatening to them mm-hmm. when other people do that. Mm-hmm. And so it is so essential that you surround yourself with people that see the mm-hmm. value in it and will encourage you, mm-hmm. you know, in that, will recognize your desire to do that and encourage you in it. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs support. Again, it's evaluating the relationships in your mm-hmm. life. You know, who are those people? Where does there need to be some change and growth in those areas? So that kind of leads you to some more you know, some more work possibly. Well, let's just be real. There are some relationships that are toxic. So how would our listeners distance themselves from someone who might be trying to hinder them, might be trying to hinder their spiritual growth or their personal or professional growth? How do you distance yourself from that toxic? And that toxic relationship, quite frankly, might be in the church. It might be in your family. It might be, you know, your neighbor. It could be any. It could come from anywhere. So how would our listeners distance themselves from that toxic relationship? Well, it depends on which relationships it is in terms of how you handle it. There are some friendships that if it's a friend, there needs to be some distance. There are times when you want to reach out Mm -hmm. and you want to express your concerns Mm -hmm. because that's what relationships are all about is communication and this is my heart. But when you see that it's not going to be received, sometimes Mm -hmm. relationships have to come to an end in Mm -hmm. that way. If it's a family member, that gets a little more challenging. There's usually a lot more effort that has to be put into it. And there have to be boundaries. Boundaries are a positive thing. We Mm -hmm. often think that boundaries are for other people to Mm -hmm. keep them out, but they're not. They're for us personally to say, Mm -hmm. this is how I expect to be treated. And if a person breaches those boundaries, if it's a spouse or if it's a child, then you have to sit and you have to talk about that and you have to say, okay, I think if we can't resolve that ourselves, then we need to bring another voice into this, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, a counselor or a Mm -hmm. pastor. And Mm -hmm. if it's two people of goodwill towards one another, Mm -hmm. they will want to enter into that 
process and really resolve that to be able to move forward. You know, in terms of a church, you Mm -hmm. have to look at things like the leadership. There are certain situations where it's just maybe a person Mm -hmm. in the church, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't represent the spirit of the leadership and Mm -hmm. the vision of the church. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those things have to be assessed, but certainly boundaries are the most important thing. Yeah. And there's that, uh, you know, several books around boundaries. Who wrote the book Boundaries? Um, Henry Cloud and John Townsend. And is that a book you'd recommend our listeners to check out? Mm -hmm. Highly. They have a number of them. They've had some spinoffs of them because the original one was so successful. Mm -hmm. If you want one for a lot of different areas, I always say the original Boundaries is the best. But then they have one for specifically for marriage, specifically for parenting, that sort of thing. Okay, great. And so, again, uh, we both would recommend the boundary, even though I can't think, remember the authors. I read so yes. much and, and I love reading. But again, the authors are Cloud and Blackaby. Is that right? Townsend. Cloud and Townsend. Cloud John and Townsend. Uh, Blackaby wrote, he wrote that great book. Experiencing God. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm going back to 1992 and 93 on that one. And that was also life changing for me back yes. in the day when I was doing my undergraduate at the University of Alabama. Shout out to all of our UNC fans and NC State fans, but also our Alabama and Auburn fans. It's it's football season, just to not really uh, date the podcast, but we're beginning football season. But whether you're listening to this uh, podcast in football season or basketball, Ball season. We hope that you've gotten some good encouraging tips today. Any other encouragement for our listeners today? I think that I would want everybody to know that there there is hope. You may be in a time of transition that presents itself as an enormous crisis, Mm. and you feel so out of balance. You're not sure what to do next. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the good news is that you can take the steps to move forward. We pray Mm. God will illuminate our path One of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 9 and 2, says, you know, the people were walking in darkness have seen Mm. a great light. And when the light of God's grace and the light of His truth begins to shine, He will show you Mm -hmm. what you need to see. And when you see that, you can take those steps to move forward little by little. It won't all happen in one day, Mm -hmm. but it is going to happen. And Mm -hmm. if you keep putting one foot foot in front of the other and keep walking in the truth, Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to get to where you need to be. You can live a life full of purpose. I've got to ask you this one specific question. You know, yeah. there's so many scenarios for transition, mm-hmm. but what about someone who's coming up on an empty nest? What would you say to that person, male or female? What's one or two tips that our listeners can take away if they're dealing with or about to deal with an empty nest where their children are going off to college? Or yeah. What's one or two tips that you can share for that listener? Well, I think that the the tip that I can share for them that I would share with actually applies to a lot of scenarios is what is it that you view mm-hmm. as your highest calling? And I think one of the things, and this goes back to your original question about what got you into this coaching women. One of the things I think for a long time that women have believed and that they've been that's been communicated to them is that their highest calling in life is as a wife and mother. And I want to be very clear when I say this, that it is a high calling, Mm -hmm. just like being a father and a Mm -hmm. husband is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a high calling, but it in neither of those 
is a person's highest calling. Mm. Our highest calling is as a disciple of Jesus. Mm, and so good. when we look at it that way and we realize that God God has a purpose for us mm -hmm. if our children are at home and we're raising them. He mm -hmm. has a purpose for us if we have the death of a spouse and that relationship has come to an end mm -hmm. or there's been a divorce or anything. Our value mm -hmm. is not tied to how useful we are to other people. Mm. Our value is as image bearers of God mm -hmm. and as disciples of Jesus. We are deeply loved by God mm -hmm. and He has given us all skills and abilities. We look at our skills. What are the mm -hmm. gifts that God has given me? What are mm -hmm. the things that I naturally love to do? Mm -hmm. And very often, God will use those as well as our experiences mm -hmm. over the course of our life. I've talked to so many women in midlife transitions and mm -hmm. often empty nest is one of those. And I say, mm -hmm. look back over over the course of your life and look at the path that you have walked down. Mm -hmm. You may have some mistakes that you've mm -hmm. made or things that you regret, mm -hmm. but the beauty of that is that God uses what we have learned for those moments to allow us to give comfort to other people mm -hmm. in the middle of those situations because mm -hmm. we can see that God brought us through that. Mm -hmm. And so looking at the, the course of your life and saying, this is what I have learned, mm -hmm. and these are the things that God's gifted me in. Mm -hmm. Those are the best points to jump off into your purpose mm -hmm. and ask God to speak specifically to you about mm -hmm. that because God has a purpose for you, irrespective of other people in your world. It all comes back to understanding our purpose and continuing to make a difference in our church, in our community, in our culture. Again, whether that culture is American, Middle Eastern, Absolutely. Asian. And uh, so we're all the same, but we're also all different. And tell our listeners how they can connect with you. What's a good email address for you? Yes. So they can get in touch with me at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at abhallcoaching.com. And, and can, I'm mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And my handle is abhallcoaching, at abhallcoaching on both of those. And can you repeat your email one more time for yes. our listeners? Absolutely. Andrea at abhallcoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Do you have an encouraging verse that we can leave our listeners with today? Yes, it would be Isaiah 9 and 2. The people who are walking in darkness have seen a great light. That's great. If you would like prayer, we would encourage you to just reach out to us here at this podcast. You can email us directly at podcast, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at encouragement511.com. You can also connect with us uh, on the website at www.encouragement511.com. And again, uh, Andrea shared her email. Please reach out to her if you'd like coaching through any life transition that you're going through. She and I are both here to serve you. Again, she's in North Carolina and I'm somewhere in the world today, virtually coming to you here on the podcast. We're so honored that you've listened to this entire episode. Please tune in next week, wherever you've listened to this podcast, whether it's uh, Amazon, Audible, tune in. Please rate 
this podcast. Give us a thumbs up if you like it. Email us and let us know how we can serve you. Any suggestions on guests or topics. Again, we're here simply to serve you, to encourage you, to build you up, and to help you encourage others. Again, this is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, where the Word of God says to encourage one another and build others up. Again, my name is Al Argo, and I've been joined today by my special guest, Andrea Hall. And God bless you. Till next week, make it a great, great week. God bless. (laughs) 